0: Welcome to another episode of the Faith Factor Podcast. I am your host, Bishop K. Christ Christ in you. The hope of glory. Shine. shine. Grace and peace. Today I want to come from Matthew chapter 17, beginning at the 19th verse through the 21st verse. And it reads, Then the disciples came to Jesus apart and said, Why could we not cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you. If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall be removed, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. How be it this kind go not out, but by prayer and fasting. Beloved, I want to use as a thought today, it is time to do the impossible. Just to give you a backdrop of this text, Jesus took his inner circle, his inner circle, James, Peter, and John to a mountain. And there he transfigured into Moses and Elijah. And while they were on their way coming down, the Bible says that a man came to them in verses 14 through 15 says when they came to the crowd a man came to him knelt before him and said Lord have mercy on my son for he is an epileptic and suffers terribly he often falls into fire and often into water and beloved I just just want you to picture in your imagination this event because Jesus Peter John and James came down from the mountain and returned to the other nine disciples who apparently were with a crowd. But Mark explains that the crowd surrounded the disciples and some teachers of the law who were in a heated argument. The nature of the argument It's not stated, but we can assume that the religious leaders were arguing with the disciples about their power and authority, about the power and authority of their master. Because the disciples had tried and failed to cast out the demon, the man came from the crowd and knelt before Jesus, respectfully calling Jesus Lord. He asked for mercy on his son, who was an epileptic. Mark gives more detail, for the man explains that he had come looking for Jesus to heal his son, who was possessed by an evil spirit, making him unable to utter any sound. This was not just a case of epilepsy, it was the work of an evil spirit. And the demon's destructive intent is seen in that the boy would often fall into fire or water. But it's an interesting statement in verse 16. It says, So I bought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Now, beloved, having heard of Jesus' power to cast out the demons, The father had come to Jesus hoping for a cure for his son. He brought his son to the disciples to drive out the spirit. An appropriate request since the disciples had been given this power. Now understand, understand in Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, it says, and he called to him his 12 disciples and gave them, watch this, authority over unclean spirits to do what to cast them out and to heal every disease and every affliction the disciples could not drive out the demon however though they had been given the power to do so but matthew records the failure of the disciples throughout this section and it serves to teach that the power to heal is god's and not ours We must appropriate it by faith. Beloved, I want you to understand it is time to do the impossible. We have been given an assignment, a divine appointment, and I can Understand Jesus's frustration. In verse 19, it says, Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? And Jesus replied, Because you have so little faith. Beloved, the, the disciples had been unable to drive out this demon and they asked Jesus, Why? Oftentimes we ask, Why? They had cast out demons before. Why hadn't this demon responded? Jesus pointed to their lack of faith. Perhaps the disciples had tried to drive out the demons on their own ability rather than God's. If so, their hearts and minds were not in tune with God. So their words had no power. Their question revealed their error. They centered on themselves, not on Christ. But in Jesus' response, the master says, I tell you the truth. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And he says that, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Now, beloved, Jesus pointed to the disciples' lack of faith. And Jesus wasn't condemning the disciples for substandard faith. He was trying to show how important faith would be in their future ministry. It is the power of God, not our faith that moves mountain, but faith must be present to do so. I'm going to say that one more time. It is the power of God, not our faith that moves mountains, but faith must be present to do so. The mustard seed was the smallest seed known. But like the mustard seed that grew into a large garden plant, even a small seed of faith is sufficient. Brothers and sisters, I just came by to let you know there is a great power in even a little faith when God is with us. If we feel weak or powerless as Christians, we should examine our faith, making sure We are trusting not in our own abilities to produce results, but in God's. If you are facing problems that seem as big and immovable as mountains, we must turn our eyes from the mountain and look to Christ for more faith. There was a song that said, don't tell Jesus about that mountain Tell that mountain about Jesus Understand beloved then Jesus Promised Nothing will be impossible It is not the amount Of faith that matters It is the power of God Available to anyone With even the smallest Faith We cannot fail When we have faith Brothers and sisters, it is time. It is time to do the impossible. It is time to to speak to those mountains in your life and command them by the authority of God to be cast into the sea. Understand, beloved, that faith is the strongest power in the world for it connects with God. God rewards faith, even weak faith. And God loves our trust of him, even beginning trust. Where faith is alive and growing, God is present and active. Every day, pray for faith to grow. Every day, thank God for the connection that assures us that we are not alone. Brothers and sisters, let me pray for you. And I hope that this sparked something up in your spirit that it is time to do the impossible. It is time to do the impossible. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that we are doers of the word and not merely listeners to it. It is you, O Most High, who has revived and stimulated us according to your word. (laughs) Thank you for turning away our eyes from beholding vanity and restoring us to vigorous life and health in your ways. Oh Father, behold we long for your precepts, in your righteousness. Give us renewed life. This is our comfort and our consolation in our affliction, that your word has revived us and given us life. Father God, we strip ourselves of our former nature, put off and discard our old, unrenewed selves, which characterize our previous manner of life. Father, we are constantly renewing in the spirit of our minds, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude that we put on the new nature, created in God's image, in true righteousness and holiness. Though while our outer man is progressively decaying and wasting away, our inner self is being progressively renewed day by day. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, God. I ask that you will bless my friends today. Father God, that you will go before them and make all their crooked places straight and open doors that no man can shut. This I pray in your son, Jesus. Amen. Well, friends, that is my time. Remember that I love you and God does too. And I will see you next time on the next episode of The Faith Factor. Bye now.